The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. Good afternoon here. Councilmember Angela Whitfield Calloway. Councilmember Scott Benson. Scott Benson, aye. With two present, there is a quorum, Mr. Chair. Excellent. Uh, Council Vice Chairwoman, Councilwoman uh, Angela Whitfield Calloway will not be with us today, but we will see her next week and look forward to it and miss her already. Uh, is there a motion to approve the minutes? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, the minutes will be approved. Uh, I have the only chair marks that I have. We're going to do this a little bit differently. We're going to go because we had some a uh, little bit of technical difficulty. So we're going to go through public comment. Then after public comment, we are going to have a special presentation. So we're going to go through public comment. Then after that, we'll get to our special presentation. All right. Um, now we'll move on to public comment. Mr. Bo, who do we have in the queue? Wait, wait, wait. Before we begin with public comment queue, we have someone that's here to testify here. Excuse me, not testify, but here to uh, speak to public comment here. Uh, Mr. Overwith, did you want to speak to public comment? We'll come to the microphone and do that. Two minutes. Okay, well, I want to start off and get straight to it. The city of Detroit is way over the legal bond debt limit, way over. And all the interest payments the city council is approving on its bond interest, uh, payments on illegally issued bonds, there's bonds with no notice, and there's also uh, bonds that have been issued over the legal debt limit. Now, they use a fraction of the millage to determine the state assessed equivalent, which is uh, bogus. They created approximately $10 billion out of nowhere because the state law says that the millage is used, not a fraction of it, so we're getting fractionary fraud being committed by the CFO or the corporation of the city of Detroit. That's a fact. Now, what these gentlemen, Mr. Malik Shelton and uh, Ramon Jackson, have been up in court about is at issue, it's not been dismissed, and it's not been um, settled. Uh, the other night, I was at the charter-mandated meet, community meeting, and uh, the little joker on the third floor, Crafty Crafty Mike, said something to, about me that was, was not correct. I ain't got no litigation going on against the city. I asked a question. The question was, how can you use a fraction of the millage to determine the state assessed equivalent? And I didn't get an answer. I got some subterfuge and um, dismissal from him stating falsehoods. I ain't got nothing going on in litigation with the city. And a man put me out there bold. So I wanted the answer to the question. How can you use a fraction of the millage to determine the state assessed equivalent which ultimately led to $10 billion being created out thin air to double the debt bond limit. Legal debt bond limit is not even nowhere near where we in debt to. Way over the debt limit. We can't issue no more bonds. Where's the money going to come from for all this fantastical stuff that's getting done in the city? All right. Thank you, sir. We appreciate your time. Thank you for your testimony. Who are you up next to the queue, Mr. Bo? Is anybody else that's here that want to testify to, or wants to speak on public comment that's here in the audience? 
Going once, going twice. Okay. Who we have virtually, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, we have two individuals with their hand raised. Okay. Who do we have first, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, first individual is Conway. All right, Conway, you had two minutes. The floor is yours. I'm sorry, I meant to lower my hand, not raise it. Okay. We thank you. We appreciate you. Who we have next to the queue, Mr. Bow? Mr. Chair, our next caller number ends in 711. All right, 711. Yeah, two minutes. The floor is yours. Yes, this is Malik Shelton. And uh, I'm calling in again since the uh, LPD division likes to issue very comprehensive reports and thorough reports. I'd like uh, to suggest that the council have them issue a report on the legality of spending those neighborhood improvement bond funds, which were which are unlimited tax general obligation voter approved bonds to set up a whole city department, i.e. the newly formed by Duggan Detroit Demolition Department, because you cannot spend voter approved bond funds except for what the voters voted for it on directly. And that does not mean setting up a whole city department, which is supposed to be uh, funded or financed through the city's general fund and paying for that whole city department, as well as the employees, their salaries, vacation time, dental health, medical uh, health insurance, uh, transportation, uh, Lord knows what else. This is illegal. You cannot spend unlimited tax general obligation bond funds, voter approved, on city day-to-day operations or on a city department. You can't find any city in the United States that took unlimited tax general obligation bond funds and used that voter approved funding to set up a city department, whether it's demolition, transportation, sanitation, uh, legal services, building, I don't care what it is. You cannot do that. Those uh, bond funds are uh, uh, taxable as well as tax exempt. They also have to follow the guidelines that's issued by the uh, Securities Securities and Exchange Commission. All right, thank you, sir, for your testimony. Who are you next in the queue, Mr. Bo? Mr. Chair, that was the last um, caller with their hand raised for public comment. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. Okay, uh, public comment is now closed. Public comment is now closed. Public comment is now closed. All right, we're going to move on now to uh, we have a 105 presentation. Um, this is a testimonial resolution that we have here. Uh, will Dr. Daniels please come forward? Right here. Yes, ma'am. 
This is a testimonial resolution to Gwendolyn Annette Daniels, the Honorable Coleman A. Young II, Detroit City Councilman at Large Number 1, recognizes the medical accomplishments and success of Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels. Whereas, Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels began her service with the City of Detroit on January 2nd, 1990, as a senior public health nurse, supervisor of three school-based health centers, and health center administrator of Title V local maternal child health programs, and now has over 30 years of public health nursing experience and dedicated her life to serving the people of Detroit through her implementation of sound public health policy focused on sustaining life for the Detroit community and whereas Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels has a tremendous wealth of knowledge and is an expert in the field of nursing practice, having earned a bachelor's degree of science in nursing from Oakland University, a master's degree of science in nursing from Wayne State University, and a doctorate degree of nursing practice from Oakland University, and whereas Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels, as Director of Public Health Nursing for the Health Department of the City of Detroit, was Director of the Healthy Start Program, Director of the CDC-funded Detroit Childhood-Led Poisoning Elimination, Poisoning Prevention, and Control Program, and led a coalition of 70 community stakeholders developing a strategic plan to eliminate child-led poisoning by 2010 in the city of Detroit. She further established the Protect Me When I Sleep Infant Safe Sleep Program, directed the Childhood-Led Poisoning Program, created the 961 Baby Insurance Enrollment Call Center Program, a Welcome Home Baby Home Visiting Program, and the annual recess day with Playworks activities. Additionally, directing the Women's Infant and Child Food Supplemental WIC program early on. Child Special Health Care Services established the Fetal Infant Mortality Review Team, the Title X Family Planning Program, the Detroit Healthy Start Program, and in blood pressure monitoring for pregnant women program. Further, Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels was appointed to the Michigan Maternal Mortality and Injury Surveillance Review Committee from 2005 to 2012, representing the Detroit Health Department. And whereas Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels established a federally qualified primary health center in 2017 and then in 2019 progressed to a new access point federally qualified health center which has served over 10,000 clients with health screening and primary care. In 2020 she implemented a zero suicide model to identify depression, screening, and refer health patients expressing thoughts of suicide to access care quickly and remove any stigma related to depression and mental health. Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels continues to manage an effective home visiting program conducted by a team of social workers and nurse practitioners to provide health services 
to pregnant women and their families. Now, therefore, be it resolved. The Honorable Coleman A. Young II, Council Member at Large Number One, with the entire Honorable Detroit City Council, celebrate the devoted dedication, integrity, advocacy, and excellence of Dr. Gwendolyn Annette Daniels because of your steadfast and unwavering public health service to the people of Detroit, you have given life to two generations of Detroiters. Thank you for your gift of life to the people of Detroit, Michigan. We are forever grateful for your valiant, professional, and life-giving medical service and honor your 30 years of service. Please, let's give a big round of applause for Gwendolyn Annette Daniels, everybody. Wow. That was a lot. Dr. Daniels, would you like to say anything? I would. And I would like to, first of all, thank you, uh, Coleman A. Young II, Councilman, for this opportunity. And I'm humbled to be presented with this testimonial. And I thank the council at large. And I thank, I thank this body for the opportunity to, to work in the city of Detroit and the work that you do to make certain that, there, that there's laws and ordinances. The lead program couldn't have accomplished the elimination of lead without the work that the council had done uh, during those days. And I just, I'm just humbled because I came from Romeo, Michigan, 32 mile in Van Dyke. And although I graduated from Oakland University in Rochester, there was no work for me there. So I came to the city of Detroit in 1980, and there was plenty of work here in the city of Detroit. And I've served because I love the people of the city of Detroit. I would like not to go anywhere else. They deserve the highest quality health care, and the people of the city of Detroit have been kind to me. I have worked at the health department and had some of the most joyous days serving the people. We had an awesome team. We never failed to look at the data and see how we can do better. So thank you, council member. And I really am humbled by the opportunity to come to Detroit and to serve the people here. Thank you very much. Thank you, and I appreciate this, all of you done. Yes, please. Now I'll open it up to my colleague. Um, Member Benson, did you want to say anything? Uh, just uh, thank you, Mr. Chair. Just a uh, good doctor. This is a fantastic, um, the accolades. It's great to learn about what you've done and your passion and compassion for the residents of the city of Detroit. Just thank you for all that you've done for the city and our, and our residents. Thank you. Okay, now we're going to take some pictures. So I want you to come on up. We're going to take some pictures. Scoot over just a smidge, get center. There you go, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, perfect. Right, three, two, one. And can you just like hold the like, oh, up? Like that. 
Not for her, like her. Hold two. There, oh, you go. there you go, perfect. Yo, the three, two, and perfect. I'm good. You good? Moving on to new business. Mayor's office, line item 6.1, uh, petition of Frankie Bird to request to hold Red Bull Heavy Metal at Hart Plaza on February 11th, 2023 from 2 p.m. till 5 p.m. Red Bull Heavy Metal is a single-day snowboard contest featuring a variety of unique obstacles and lines compiled in one space to showcase elite street riding. Mayor's office and all other involved city departments recommend approval of this petition. Is there a motion to move line item 6.1 to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, line item 6.1 will be moved onto formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business. Now moving to the Office of Contracting and Procurement. Line item 6.2, contract 306-3152-100% capital funding to provide 1-HME-187 West Converted Demo 23257 Squad Vehicle. The contractor is Kodiak Emergency Equipment, Inc., Location 10120 West Grand River Highway, Grand Ledge, Michigan, 48837. Contract period upon city council approval through January 31st, 2024. Total contract amount $538,488. <clears throat> Is there a motion to move line item 6.2 to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put on new business? Discussion. Discussion. Chair recognizes Member Benson. Yourself to the administration. Can you just describe what is uh, the squad vehicle? Hello, Natalia Henderson um, on behalf of GSD. Um, this particular vehicle is an EMS rig that will be provided by Kodiak. It is one of the demos that they have that will meet our ISO standards and um, we will be getting that fitted. Uh, and Ms. Henderson, there's a lot of jargon there. ISOs, demo, what, what, what exactly are we getting here? Okay, so, right. So Kodiak uh, provides EMS rigs. Um, the demo version is the one that they typically have on the floor, like a base model, um, but we have to get it fitted for the needs that we have. Okay, so this is a new EMS vehicle. Yes, it is. And it costs is. a half a million dollars. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, the next question then, why is it coming through GSD versus DFD? It comes through GSD because we manage the fleet. Okay. Thank you. All right. Hearing no further questions, motion will be made. Um, is there a motion to move line item 6.2 to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put on the new business? Motion. 
Are there any objections? Hearing none, line on 6.2, we move to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put on to new business. Line item 6.3, contract 648 100% capital funding to provide reconstruction to the Farewell Recreation Tennis Courts. Contractor WCI Contractors, Inc., location 2010 Connor, Detroit, Michigan, 48234. Contract period upon Detroit upon City Council approval through October 18, 2023. Total contract amount $500,000. Is there a motion to discuss line on 6.3? Motion. Uh, Member Benson, I heard you requested that someone speak to this. Yes. So did you want to ask the question? Uh, through yourself to the administration. We have anybody here from Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec falls within GSD as well. So that okay. would be me again. Okay. So what exactly are we getting then for our money here? What type of community outreach has been done? This was a direct ask from the community uh, last year. And then where are we with pickleball? Pickleball will, first and foremost, not be included in this phase of the project. So this uh, $500,000 covers six uh, six of the tennis courts that we will be renovating. The renovation includes the demo as well as the other fittings that we need to um, complete the tennis courts. Um, we have included the uh, Farwell uh, Rec Advisory Board with Mr. Oliver Wilson being a president. He has been very supportive and engaging um, the other members of that board as well. And so when we say demolition, do we mean we're ripping out everything? Fences, um, benches, nets, stanchions, uh, concrete base? I mean, what exactly is included in demo? Included in the demo would be particularly just the courts for mm -hmm. this phase. Um, we're looking, we're only able to do six of the mm -hmm. tennis courts. As of right now, we're looking at needing a little over 2.5 million to complete the remaining um, 18 courts because there is a total of 24 courts mm -hmm. at this recreation center. Okay, thank you. And then when do we, well, when do we anticipate this being completed and when do we anticipate it beginning? Let me see. The renovations will start this spring. The end date, I may have to circle back uh, for you with that. If you have somebody reach out to my office and so the community will be really, when I have, when I get up before, my bosses, they're going to ask that question. When will we have these tennis courts online so that we can use them? They have been in terrible condition for the last several yeah. years. Definitely. Member Benson, are, Member Benson, are you comfortable moving this legislation without that answer? Mm -hmm. Or, okay. I'll make sure to get that answer back to your office, but I will ask of you, uh, Member Benson, that we definitely need some support to complete this project um, and some need to get creative with the funding. So, not sure how you could support us with that, but we're counting on So let's just stay there for a second. Yeah. So this was approved as per this current fiscal year's budget. You're indicating this is not funded, and that's not what's on our our teeter report. When you say creative financing, what do you mean by that or funding? Oh, this phase of this project is funded, but this oh. is only covering six of the 24 um, tennis courts. You're suggesting so to identify the additional 2.5. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. More than happy yeah. to work with you there. 
Yeah, that's the part. That's the okay. part. Okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I just want to ask a question. When you're talking about um, uh, being creative, I'm assuming that that's code for more money. Uh, do, you, do, you, do you know <laughs> yeah. how much you ask it for here? How how creative are we going to get? Creative. We're looking at a minimum of two point five million. Two. So so complete. so so you have that locked in as two point five million, or is that two point five million? But that could potentially grow to be more, or does it's it depend on how long we wait to do it? It, it definitely wait. I mean, it definitely depends on how long we wait. We don't, we can't foresee what costs will be right. um, going forward with inflation and all. So that that is our number yeah. as of now. Those are not fixed costs, is what you're trying to tell me. So you, you so it's not just For that the we have future. To have, that's not a fixed cost. Right. We can't speak to the future. So it's not just that we need to get this money. Is that we need to get this money? We need to get this done within a certain period of time. Otherwise, it will it will go from two point five to potentially more. Correct. It, it could. Okay. Yeah. Understand. All right. <clears throat> Is there a motion to move line on six point three to formal session with recommendation for approval to put onto new business? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none. Line on six point three will be put onto formal. Will be no, line on six point three. Be moved to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business. Mr. Chair, point of information. Yes. Did we move line on six point one to new business. And if not, did you mean to do that? Did you want to do that? I don't think I no. I don't think I did. Okay, fine. I don't. I, I did. Did I move it on a new business? I don't remember saying that. Did I? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong here, Mr. Chair. Yes, you did. I did. Okay. Yes. Uh, I didn't hear it either, Mr. Chair. You didn't hear it. Either? Yeah. So well, well, if the you didn't hear it, let me say it again, because Mr. Chair, motion to move line. I'm six point one in new business. Uh, motion you. has been made. Are there any objections? Okay, hearing none, line on 6.1 is moved, moved on to new business. Thank you for that. And thank you, Dr. Powers, for speaking up. I appreciate that. All right. We are at 6.4. So 6.4 contract 604917, 100% grant funding to provide renovations of restrooms at Palmer Park Tennis Building. Contractor DeAngelis Diamond Construction LLC, location 3955 Orchard Hill Place, Suite 235 Novi 48375. Contract period upon City Council approval, January 31st, 2024. Total contract amount $247,766. Is there a motion to move line item 6.4 to formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing none, line item 6.4 will be, um, will be, well, line item 6.4 will be moved on the formal session with recommendation for approval to be put onto new business. Chair. Chair recognizes Member Benson. Uh, discussion on line item 6.4. Just want to have a question on it. Discussion. Uh, member Power, uh, sorry, Dr. Power, Member Powers. Dr. Powers. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. No, no problem, Dr. Prowse. Can we have a discussion after we move legislation out? Yes, certainly. Okay. Chair, recognize Member Benson. And I know this is going through yourself to the administration. I was, this is going to come up um, at a formal next week, I'm sure. Out of Novi, do we have, just tell me what's going on. Um, do we have anybody out of Detroit? Equalization points didn't work here. Can you just give us a, a brief description of that? 
Yes, I can. Um, Natalia Anderson again with GSD. Um, so we went with DeAngelis Diamond um, as our lowest, most responsible bidder. Um, they came in scoring at 86.8 uh, points in the uh, bid process. Um, and second to them, uh, lowest, most responsible bidder would have been Decima. And they cost um, just a, about 9,000 um, more. However, they weren't as qualified as DeAngelis Diamond, and neither of those vendors were based in Detroit. The other two vendors that we did have were either double or triple in price. Okay, I just have a feeling that's going to come up. I want to make sure that that question is answered um, for my colleague. Thank you. In line on 6.5, a resolution urging the DDA to pay a subsidy to the Detroit Public Library in the amount of $3.5 million. Councilmember Whitfield, uh, Angela Whitfield, excuse me, Vice Chairwoman Angela Whitfield Calloway requested that the Legislative Policy Division draft the resolution urging the DDA to pay a subsidy to the Detroit Public Library in the amount of $3.5 million. Uh, line item 6.5, like I said earlier, is a resolution sponsored by uh, Vice Chairwoman Ca uh, and Council Member Callaway. I would like to give her an opportunity to speak this line item. So, can we uh, request that we bring this, that we bring back line item 6.5 in one week? Motion. Motion has been made. Are there any objections? None. Okay, we will bring back line item 6.5 in one week. Moving on to member reports. The chair has a negative member report. Chair recognizes Member Benson. I uh, just want to continue to uh, reinforce that 17 February we're going to have our HOPE um, program regarding foreclosures and looking forward to having all of our residents come out. That will be in conjunction with my colleague at large, uh, Councilwoman Mary Waters, making sure that people have the information they need to save their homes. And just want to go on to reinforce, uh, although my colleague is not here today, um, just want to thank her for her loud voice and the chair for voting in support of our parental leave program. This is the first time the city of Detroit is ensuring that young families, um, existing families, and those who may be looking to adopt in or grandparents can really be part of this program and have the confidence that their cash flow and they will have the financial resources and the opportunity to spend a reasonable amount of time with their newborn children or newly adopted children and or grandchildren if they are the caretakers. This is huge, it's a game changer for the city of Detroit. We had over 75 people at our first lunch and learn meeting on a Monday afternoon, which is unheard of here at the city of Detroit. And it really puts us on par with other top tier municipalities when we're offering this type of benefit. And so you'll see this, the federal government does this now. Uh, the state of, uh, some entities in the state of Michigan offer this type of benefit as well. But this does set us apart in the region. Not many of the other municipalities or government entities offer this type of support for their employees. And now we have the opportunity to attract um, more qualified uh, and just top tier talent when we're offering this type of support that lets people know that we really do value them and the growth of our city through new families. Thank you. Thank you. And you know what, I, I wanted to uh, make an amendment. I forgot to say that I went to the uh, Council of Detroit Baptist Pastors and Vicinity and I was able to present a tribute to uh, Richard White, uh, the, the new um, uh, new pastor. 
And um, I just wanted to say, uh, the new president, excuse me. And um, it was a tremendous honor and privilege and blessing, and I'm so thankful to have that opportunity. It's just one of the great things that you get to do being a city council member is to honor those who honor us and who bring honor to this great city. So that being said, is there a motion to adjourn? Motion. Are there any objections? Hearing, hearing none, Neighborhood Services and Standing Committee is now adjourned.